Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. How are you all doing? Alhamdulillah. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd fa'a'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim. Bismillahi ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Rabbish rahli sadri wa yassirli amri wahlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli. Kitabu al-Zakat, bab number six. Bab al-Riya'i fil-Sadaqah. Al-Riya' showing off fil-Sadaqah in giving Sadaqah. Meaning when a person is giving sadaqa, and by sadaqa understand that this also refers to zakat. When giving sadaqa, if a person were to show off, meaning he gives it so that he is seen by others, then how is that? لِقَوْلِهِ Because of his statement, meaning the statement of Allah, that يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تُبْطِلُوا صَدَقَاتِكُمْ بِالْمَنِّ وَالْأَذَى that O oh, you who have believed, do not invalidate your charities by man and other. By man. What is man? To remind the others of the favor that you have done to them. And other is to hurt them. So on giving someone some charity, you keep reminding them. Remember I gave that to you? Remember I gave that to you? And then other, hurting them. That here you go, you, you were so poor or you were so you know, unable to look after yourself and dependent on others. This is hurting the other. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do not invalidate your charities by reminding the recipient of what you have given them and by hurting the recipient. And the ayah continues. How does the ayah continue? Does anybody know the ayah? كَالَّذِي يُنْفِقُ مَا لَهُ رِئَاءَ النَّاسِ Like the person who spends his wealth, who gives his wealth in order to be seen by the people. So here, this is the reason why Imam Bukhari is bringing this ayah. That he gives it in order to be seen by others. And this is why he keeps reminding. And this is why he keeps hurting. Right? Because he wants his charity to be remembered. He wants his charity to be noticed by people. So this is why he keeps reminding them. So do not waste your sadaqat. And this person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, كَالَّذِي يُنْفِقُ مَا لَهُ رِيَاءَ النَّاسِ وَلَا يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ And such a person does not believe in Allah or the last day. Because if he believed in Allah, he would give it for the sake of Allah only. And he wouldn't hurt the person he has given the sadaqa to. Verse 264 of Surah Baqarah. Okay, so the example of this person who spends his wealth to show off, his example is كَمَثَلِ صَفْوَانٍ عَلَيْهِ تُرَابٌ is like that of a rock on which is some dirt. So what happened? فَأَصَابَهُ وَابِلٌ Heavy rain falls on that rock. So what happens? فَتَرَكَهُ صَلْدًا so that heavy rain leaves that rock completely bare. Meaning all of that dirt got washed away by the rain. لَا يَقْدِرُونَ عَلَى شَيْءٍ مِمَّا كَسَبُوا They do not have any power over what they have earned. Meaning on the day of judgment, they will have no way of retrieving what they have lost. They have no power to defend. وَاللَّهُ لَا يَهْدِي الْقَوْمَ الْكَافِرِينَ And Allah does not guide the people who disbelieve. So Ibn Abbas said about this ayah that the word salda, that the heavy rain leaves the rock salt, 
He says, Salda means laysa alayhi shay'un. There is nothing on it, meaning completely bare. وَقَالَ عِكْرِمَ And Ikrima said that Wabilun Wabil is matarun shadid, a heavy rain. And in the other ayah, in which is the example of the one who spends his wealth for the sake of Allah only, his example is like that of a garden that is on a very good level, meaning at a high level, at a raised plateau. So if there is rain on it, okay, it will give a lot. It will produce a lot. But even if there is no heavy rain that falls on that piece of land, because of its elevation, then tal is enough. What is tal? Imam Bukhari says, وَالطَّلُّ النَّدَى Tal means dew. So basically in these verses, two people are being compared. The first is the person who spends his money to show off. His example is like a rock that is covered with dirt, that dirt will be washed away. Likewise, this person, he gave his charity because it was insincere, it will be washed away. On the day of judgment, that charity will bring him no reward. The second is the person who gives his charity with sincerity. And so his reward will be a lot. Because when the ground is good, then even if there's little water, the produce is a lot. So here Imam Bukhari brings our attention to the etiquette of giving sadaqah and zakat. That how should a person give his sadaqah and zakat? He should give it with sincerity. And here Imam Bukhari doesn't really bring a hadith under this chapter heading. There is only an ayah. Because in this book, Imam Bukhari has not just brought a hadith, he has also brought ayat, verses from the Qur'an and athar, statements of the companions. So what do we learn from this bab? That riya, showing off, invalidates sadaqah. Showing off, invalidates sadaqah. So when we're giving zakat also, we should do it with sincerity. There's no need to keep mentioning it to others. And if a person gets seen by others, let's say you don't give it with the intention of being noticed and seen, but you do get noticed and seen and people praise you, that doesn't mean that your sadaqah is invalidated. It depends on your intention. If a person gets praised for the good they have done, this is like the Prophet ﷺ said, Bushra ajila. This is like good news that has come to him very quickly in this life. And inshallah in the hereafter, there will be more. Yes. It depends. I mean, if for example, a person's name, because they've given a huge contribution, their name is you know put somewhere, it depends on their intention. right? If they want that it should be seen, it should be noticed, then there is a problem. But if, let's say, there is a policy of that company or of that non-profit, that if there is a contribution of a certain amount, then the name goes up, because this is a means of encouraging others also. Right? Letting others know that this place is running by the contributions of people like this individual, then there's no harm in that. Yeah, similarly, in a fundraiser, for example, in a fundraiser, sometimes people come, you know, and they give money in front of others, or they pledge to give money before other people. This is not wrong inherently, alright, because the Prophet ﷺ would also encourage people to spend in the way of Allah and right there and then people would come forward and bring their sadaqah. Everybody would not come in the night. There was no way of 
secretly making a bank transaction. I mean, if you're bringing something, you would be seen. So it was a struggle really to hide your sadaqah. And certain situations are such that it's not possible for you to hide your sadaqah. But it depends on your intention. Obviously, it's safer to give sadaqah privately, but there's no sin in giving it openly so that it is seen by others. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that in the Quran, that in tubdu sadaqati fani'immahi. That if you openly give sadaqah, then how excellent is that? Because it's a source of encouragement for others to give. But in tukhfuha wa tu'tuha al-fuqara fahuwa khayrun lakum. But if you hide it when you're giving it to the poor, then that is better for you. So from this the ulama say that if you're giving charity for a cause, then giving it openly is good. But when you're giving charity to an individual, then giving it secretly is better. Because when you're giving it to a cause openly, then others are encouraged. And when you are giving it to an individual, then you're going to hurt him by giving it in front of others. Every person has a sense of self-respect. Alright. باب لا يقبل الله صدقة من غلول ولا يقبل إلا من كسب طيب لا يقبل الله صدقة من غلول Allah does not accept charity from غلول. What is غلول? Money that is acquired dishonestly. ولا يقبل إلا من كسب طيب And Allah does not accept charity except that which is given from kasbin tayyib, pure earnings, honest earnings. So this means that when a person is giving sadaqah, he should give it from which kind of wealth? Halal money. There is no concept of stealing money from the rich and giving it to the poor. That's not a noble thing in our religion. In fact, a person is not rewarded for that act because he has stolen the money. لِقَوْلِهِ قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِّن صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَعُهَا أَذَى وَاللَّهُ غَنِيٌّ حَلِيمٌ So here Imam Bukhari brings an ayah that a good word and forgiveness are better than a charity that is followed by hurtful words وَاللَّهُ غَنِيٌّ حَلِيمٌ Allah is غني حليم He is rich He is free of need And this is relevant over here Allah is free of need that he doesn't need your charity. So when you give for the sake of Allah, give what is pure. And we see over here that basically what this ayah means is that if a person gives charity, but then follows that charity with hurtful words, then those hurtful words, what will they do to the charity? What will they do? Cancel it. As we learned earlier, that لا تبطلوا صدقاتكم بالمني والأذى Right? So here... We're being told that instead of saying hurtful words after giving charity to someone, what is better? A good word. And if you cannot give charity, then at least say good words. Right? So basically what we learn from this ayah is that charity can be invalidated by what you do after it. So there are certain factors that come after an act of charity that can invalidate that act of charity. And likewise, there could be certain factors that come before giving that charity that can invalidate that charity. And what are those things that can come before giving charity? The fact that it was acquired from illegal means. 
Okay, so you have to protect your sadaqah at every level. Before you give sadaqah, you have to ensure that your money is halal, pure. When you're giving sadaqah, you want to make sure that you're giving it with sincerity. And after you have given sadaqah, you want to make sure that you don't keep reminding the person of it, and you don't hurt them. So you see how you have to protect your sadaqah at every level. Bab al-sadaqati min kasbin tayyibin. Sadaqa, meaning charity, should be given from pure earnings. Liqawlihi, because of the statement of Allah the Exalted, وَيُرْبِ الصَّدَقَاتِ وَاللَّهُ لَا يُحِبُّ كُلَّ كَفَّارٍ أَثِيمٍ إِلَىٰ قَوْلِهِ وَلَا خَوْفٌ عَلَيْهِمْ وَلَا هُمْ يَحْزَنُونَ Basically, this entire section of Surah Al-Baqarah talks about sadaqa, how it should be given. And here also we learn about the importance of giving sadaqa from pure money. حديث حدثنا عبد الله بن منير سمع أبا النضري حدثنا عبد الرحمن هو ابن عبد الله بن دينار so عبد الرحمن who is عبد الرحمن he is ابن عبد الله ابن دينار عن أبيه عن أبي صالح عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم the prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said من تصدق بعدل تمرة من كسب طيب whoever gives charity that is equal to a date. Imagine a date. The person gives that much amount in charity, but that amount is min kasbin tayyib, from pure earnings. وَلَا يَقْبَلُ اللَّهُ إِلَّا tayyib. The Prophet ﷺ said, and Allah does not accept, except what is pure. Then, if a person were to give even that much amount, meaning as much as a date, وَإِنَّ اللَّهَ يَتَقَبَّلُهَا بِيَمِينِهِ Then Allah will accept it in His right hand. ثُمَّ يُرَبِّيهَا لِصَاحِبِهِ Then Allah will make that charity grow for its giver. كَمَا يُرَبِّي أَحَدُكُمْ فَلُوَّهُ Just as one of you looks after his foal, a baby horse, حَتَّى تَكُونَ مِثْلَ الْجَبَلِ Until that date becomes like a mountain. Taba'ahu Sulaymanu an ibn Dinar. So what do we see in this hadith? That when a person gives a small amount of charity also, but if it's from pure money, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make that charity grow. Make it grow as it make its reward grow. The reward will not be equal to the amount that a person has given. The reward will be many times more. And the example of that the Prophet ﷺ gave is that just as a person looks after their foal, baby horse, how do you look after it? How do you look after it? There is tenderness, there is care, there is constant care that is provided because it's such a vulnerable creature, right? So you have to give a lot of attention and care to it. This is how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes care of the money that you have given in His cause even if it's a very small amount. And he keeps increasing the reward until that date becomes like that, like a mountain. It becomes like a mountain. Just imagine, a mountain and a date. Is there a difference? Huge difference. Now tell me something. How much is one date for? How much? Because the hadith says, mitla, bi'adli tamra, equivalent to a date. Not a date only, but equivalent. So anything that is equal to a date. How much is one date for? How much is a box of dates for? 
Anybody? You didn't buy dates recently? Eight dollars, nine dollars? Okay, eight dollars. How many dates are in one box? Approximately. Depending on the type of the date. Let's say you have about twenty dates in one box. If that's for eight dollars, then definitely one date is much less than a dollar. Isn't it? Much less than a dollar. So if a person is giving even one dollar from pure money, money that they have legally acquired, money that they have worked hard for, it's legally acquired money. And you give even a dollar from that, don't think it's not good enough. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it grow until that one dollar will not be one hasana. It will be like a mountain. It's the month of Ramadan. And the Prophet ﷺ was very charitable in the month of Ramadan. So let's pay attention to this act of worship. Every day, make sure you're giving something, anything, even if it's something very small. But don't be stingy over there. Now, there is a question. If a person has acquired money through haram means, like for example, through interest or theft or lying or uh, selling haram things, then if he gives sadaqah from it, will that sadaqah be accepted? According to this hadith? No. That sadaqah will not be accepted. Because this is very clear. Allah only accepts what is tayyib. What if a person acquires money illegitimately through haram means, but then realizes that they've done something wrong, right? And they want to repent. And they want to give all of that haram money away then do they get reward? Do they get reward for that? They get reward for repentance. Because Allah loves those who repent. But they will not get reward for the sadaqah. So for example, let's say a person has deposited their money in the bank and every month they are accumulating interest over it. So for example, uh, by the end of the year, they have, let's say, $100 of interest. And they add it up, it's $100. They say, okay, you know what? I'm going to give this in charity, my donation. Is there any reward for it? None. There's no reward for it. But if a person realizes that this is not okay, I should not be collecting interest on my money. And so they want to stop collecting interest, and they say, and this is very much possible, many people are negligent about this, this is very much possible. You go to your bank and you tell them that I do not want interest. And even if they say, no, it's only point zero zero something, you say, no, I don't want it. And if you keep giving it to me, I'm going to move my account elsewhere. They will readily accommodate you. So be careful about this. But anyway, if a person says, that, okay, I'm going to stop this, and I have to get rid of this money, so they say, okay, I'm just going to give this you know, for some charity, they'll get reward for the tawbah but not for the donation that they're making. Yes, yes. Sometimes people have very good intentions behind acquiring money illegally. Right? Like for example, uh, let, let me buy the lottery ticket so that if I win, you know, I'll be, I'll be so rich, I'll make a masjid with that. That's not okay. Because you could build a masjid with that, but then that money, that sadaqah, that charity will not be accepted. And... Also remember that there's no zakat on haram money. This is something scary. 
that we really need to pay attention to. وَقَالَ وَرْقَاءُ عَنْ ابْنِ دِنَارٍ عَنْ سَعِيدِ بْنِ يَسَارٍ عَنْ أَبِي هُرَيْرَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ وَرَوَاهُ مُسْلِمُ بْنُ أَبِي مَرْيَمُ وَزَيْدُ بْنُ أَسْلَمُ وَسُهَيْلٌ عَنْ أَبِي صَالِحٍ عَنْ أَبِي هُرَيْرَةَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ عَنِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ Another chain. باب الصدقة قبل الرد Giving sadaqa before it is rejected. What does it mean by that? Give sadaqa before it is rejected. Rejected by who? by the recipient, by the people you're trying to give it to. That you give them sadaqah and they say, no, I don't want this. I don't need it. I'm not eligible for zakat anymore. I have enough. So here, in this is encouragement to rush in doing good deeds, right, and not delaying them. That don't leave doing good for later. Why? Because you might forget, your circumstances may change, Your intention may change. So if you have the ability, the opportunity to do something today, do it today. Right? And this is one of the reasons why the Prophet ﷺ would even be hasty, or he would rush in removing najasa, for example. Even though you're not obligated to remove impurity immediately, that the Prophet ﷺ would not delay. Like for example, when that man urinated in the masjid, The Prophet ﷺ cleaned the area immediately, right? When a baby urinated on the Prophet ﷺ, the Prophet ﷺ cleaned his clothes immediately, right away. He didn't delay. Because when you delay such important things, you might forget them. Right? You might forget them. Just like that, when you have to give sadaqah, and sadaqah includes zakat also, when zakat is due, then give it. When you have an opportunity to give charity, then give it. حدثنا آدم حدثنا شعبة حدثنا معبد بن خالد قال سمعت حارثة بن وهب قال سمعت النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said تصدقوا give صدقة فإنه يأتي عليكم زمان For indeed there will come on you a time that يمشي الرجل بصدقته A person will walk with his صدقة Meaning Intending to give it. Walking around with it, intending to give it. But, فَلَا يَجِدُ مَنْ يَقْبَلُهَا He will not find anyone to accept it. يَقُولُ الرَّجُلُ A person would say to him, لَوْ جِئْتَ بِهَا بِالْأَمْسِ Had you brought this yesterday, لَقَبِلْتُهَا I would have taken it. فَأَمَّا الْيَوْمِ But today, فَلَا حَاجَةَ لِي بِهَا I don't need it. What does it mean by this? That a person is looking for someone to accept his charity. And he finds someone, but that person says, I don't need it today, but if you had brought it to me yesterday, I would have taken it. I mean, what this hadith indicates is that there will be a time when there will be so much affluence that you will not find poor people. That you will not find people who will take zakat. And this is why... Mu'ad radiallahu anhu would send zakat money to Medina. Because in his locality, in Yemen, there wasn't anybody left to accept zakat. So he would send the leftover zakat money to Medina to be distributed over there. But it can happen that even other than zakat, for example, you find out that people are collecting money for a certain cause. Like the sister has mentioned that once people were collecting money for to cover the funeral expenses of someone. 
And then later on when they were asked after some time, if they were still collecting, somebody wanted to give money, they said, no, we don't need it anymore. Because the costs have been covered. Just like that, there could be a campaign that you want to support. And you keep thinking, tomorrow inshallah. I don't have my wallet right now. I don't know where my card is right now. Tomorrow inshallah. Tomorrow inshallah. And by the time you open up the website and you want to give, campaign closed. That can also happen. So do not delay. حدثنا أبو اليمان أخبرنا شعيب حدثنا أبو الزناد عن عبد الرحمن عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said لا تقوم الساعة حتى يكثر فيكم المال فيفيض that the hour will not come until there will be so much money among you that it will be overflowing meaning there will be a lot of money حتى يهم رب المال until an owner of money will intend مَنْ يَقْبَلُ صَدَقَتَهُ He will worry about, he will be concerned about who will accept his sadaqah. وَحَتَّى يَعْرِضَهُ And so much so that he will present it فَيَقُولَ الَّذِي يَعْرِضُهُ عَلَيْهِ لَا أَرَبَلِي And the person that he will present it to will say to him, I don't need this. I have no need of this. Has it ever happened that you intend to distribute dates, for example, in the masjid? But you're just a few minutes late. And every person you go to says, Thanks, I already have it. Thank you, I already have it. We see this in, you know, at a smaller level also. Now, Alhamdulillah that everybody has it, but you're losing out. حدثنا عبد الله بن محمد حدثنا أبو عاصم النبيل أخبرنا سعدان بن بشر حدثنا أبو مجاهد حدثنا محل بن خليفة الطائي قال سمعت عدي بن حاتم رضي الله عنه يقول كنت عند رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم So عدي بن حاتم he said that I was with the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم when فجاءه رجلان two men came to him أحدهما يشكل عيلة one of the men was complaining to him about poverty. And the other person was Yashku, he was complaining about Qat'a Sabil, highway robbery. فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ So the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, أَمَّا قَطْعُ السَّبِيلِ As for highway robbery, فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَأْتِي عَلَيْكَ إِلَّا قَلِيلٌ Then within a very short time, what will happen is that حَتَّى تَخْرُجَ الْعِيرُ إِلَى مَكَّةَ بِغَيْرِ خَفِيرٍ A caravan will go to Mecca without a guard. So this person came to the Prophet ﷺ and started complaining to him about how unsafe it was to travel. Right? Because there were robbers. People would attack and plunder. So he was complaining. And the Prophet ﷺ said that very shortly the scene will change. An entire caravan will go to Mecca without a single guard. وَأَمَّ الْعَيْلَةُ And as for poverty, فَإِنَّ السَّاعَةَ لَا تَقُومُ حَتَّى يَطُوفَ أَحَدُكُمْ بِصَدَقَتِهِ As for poverty, then you should know that the hour will not come until one of you will walk around with his charity. لَا يَجِدُ مَنْ يَقْبَلُهَا مِنْهُ Unable to find anyone to accept it from him. ثُمَّ لَيَقِفَنَّ أَحَدُكُمْ so basically the Prophet ﷺ said that poverty also, don't worry about it. Very soon, things will change. Look at how the Prophet ﷺ gave hope to people. That when they're complaining to him about real 
threats and real problems, he's giving them hope that don't worry, inshallah things will change soon. Then one of you will stand before Allah. لَيْسَ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَهُ حِجَابٌ وَلَا تُرْجَمَانٌ يُتَرْجِمُ لَهُ One of you will stand before Allah such that there will be no screen between him and between Allah. Nor will there be any turjuman. Turjuman, an interpreter. Someone who translates or someone who interprets what you're saying to the other or what the other is saying to you. No person in the middle that will interpret for him. Meaning, you will directly stand before Allah and Allah will directly address you. ثُمَّ لَيَقُولَنَّ لَهُ Then Allah will say to him, أَلَمْ أُوتِكَ مَالًا Did I not give you wealth? Did I not give you money? فَلَيَقُولَنَّ بَلَى He will say, yes, of course, you did give me money. ثُمَّ لَيَقُولَنَّ Then Allah will definitely say, أَلَمْ أُرْسِلْ إِلَيْكَ رَسُولًا Did I not send to you a messenger? فَلَيَقُولَنَّ بَلَى And the person will say, yes, you did send a messenger. فَيَنظُرُ عَنْ يَمِينِهِ فَلَا يَرَى إِلَّا النَّارِ Then the person will look to his right side and he will not see anything except the fire. ثُمَّ يَنظُرُ عَنْ شِمَالِهِ فَلَا يَرَى إِلَّا النَّارِ Then he will look to his left and he will not see anything except the fire. فَلْيَتَّقِينَّ أَحَدُكُمُ النَّارِ So each one of you should save yourselves from the fire وَلَوْ بِشِقِّ تَمْرَةٍ Even with half a date, with a piece of date. فَإِنْ لَمْ يَجِدْ And if he cannot find even that much to give to others, فَبِكَلِمَةٍ طَيِّبَةٍ Then with a good word. This is where that hadith comes. There's a very famous hadith. Save yourselves from the fire, even with a half a date. But this is the context of this hadith. This is where the Prophet ﷺ said it. That he mentioned about how people will become so wealthy that they will not find anyone to accept their charity. And then he mentions the hisab on the Day of Judgment, that how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask a person directly, did I not give you money? Did I not send you a messenger? And what is the answer to that? Yes, you did give me money. Yes, you did send a messenger. Then the question is, what did you do with that? ثُمَّ لَتُسْأَلُنَّ يَوْمَئِذٍ عَنِ النَّعِيمِ You will be asked about your blessings. So this is why give, give. And don't think that what you have is little. Because sometimes we say, that oh, I have so little, what can I give from this? The Prophet ﷺ told us to give even half a date. So from this hadith, we learned that sadaqah saves a person from fire. Even if that sadaqah is very small. Even if it's just a piece of date. Right? Sometimes you have literally one date. Right? And two people have to break their fast. So break it into half. حدثنا محمد بن العلاء حدثنا أبو أسامة عن بريد عن أبي بردة عن أبي موسى رضي الله عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said ليأتين على الناس زمان A time will come upon the people يطوف الرجل فيه بالصدقة من الذهب A person will walk around with his charity of gold meaning he will want to give gold as charity And sadaqah here can also be understood as zakat He would want to give gold ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُ أَحَدًا يَأْخُذُهَا مِنْهُ But he will not find anyone 
willing to take it. وَيُرَى الرَّجُلُ الْوَاحِدُ يَتْبَعُهُ أَرْبَعُونَ مْرَأَةً And one man will be seen being followed by 40 women. Meaning, men will be very few and women will be a lot in number. This is also one of the signs of the Day of Judgment. And the scholars have given different reasons for this. That either the male population will be less because fewer males will be born and more female children will be born. And another reason the ulama say is wars. That because of wars, the male population will significantly decrease. And this is something that actually happened after the world wars, right? And just because it's happened once doesn't mean it won't happen again. Because the Prophet ﷺ did not specify a time or a number for this event. So what is meant by this is that one man being followed by 40 women. In other hadith we learn that one man will be a qayyim over khamsina mra'ah. Over 50 women, he will be a you know qawwam or someone who is responsible over them. So 50 women under his care, 40 women under his care. This means mother for example, aunt for example, sisters, daughters, nieces, so on and so forth. Right? That so many women dependent on one man. يَلُذْنَ بِهِ مِنْ قِلَّةِ الرِّجَالِ وَكَثْرَةِ النِّسَاءِ And they'll be seeking his protection because of the lack of men and great number of women. So what do we learn from all of these ahadith? Being able to give zakat is not a burden, it's a privilege. If you find someone who is willing to take your zakat or accept your sadaqah, even that is a privilege. So don't take it as a burden. Because some people will not be able to find anyone to take zakat or sadaqah from them. So what should a person do if he doesn't find anyone to take zakat from him? Like we learned from the way of the companions that money should be sent elsewhere where people are in need.